Hey there, thanks for joining us for Markham's latest podcast series, Invisible Strength Next Level. In this series, we're exploring a wide range of construction industry topics and issues. Our guests are all experienced with hands-on real-world challenges. If you're involved in construction, infrastructure, or even asset maintenance, we reckon there'll be something here for you to take away. So, let's get into it. Well, g'day everybody. Great to have you listening again to Markham's Invisible Strength podcast series, Next Level. And today we're privileged to have with us Jason Banks of TX. Jason's head of partnership for TX. TX stands for This is a Conversation Starter. And he's actively involved in promoting better practices for blue-collar mental health. Jason, welcome aboard. Oh, thanks so much, Brandon. It's great to uh, great to be here this morning and uh, have the opportunity to be able to share uh, what's happening in the mental health space and what we're doing here at TX and a bit of a background story as well. Very good. And yeah, I guess this sort of conversation sort of started with the visibility of the trademark shirts on sites. Uh, I've got a construction site just around the corner. We're literally seeing that uh, being embraced by a lot of the guys. Uh, can you tell us what those that's about? Yeah, definitely. Well, um, they do stand out. Um, they are a bit eye-catching and and funky that they're out there, but um, there is a story that sits behind the uh, the trademark uh, work shirts and the brand. And, um, you know, if I wind back the clock, um, back to 2015 is really when sort of things started to take place. And, um, you know, we've got two co-founders that started Trademark and TX, um, Ed and Dan, um, both chippies themselves. And um, back in 2015, actually, Ed was um, Dan's apprentice um, at the time. Um, he was doing a mature age apprenticeship um, and they met on a building site. And uh, that's how the sort of the relationship and their friendship sort of started. Um, but, I'm, you know, and then we when we were going through the motions of 2015, uh, Dan also had a best mate who was also called Dan. Um, and both the boys were on a building site in uh, 2015, a residential building site here in Brisbane. And um, Dan received a phone call. He, he still recalls it um, really uh, vividly that, you know, he was standing on a ladder and Ed was passing, uh, you know, some drip rock sheets up to to him and um, he got a phone call from his best mate Dan telling him that um, he had the opportunity and just got notified that he's um, starting a mature age apprenticeship as a chippy as well. Um, so, you know, the boy's emotion, especially Dan's emotion, um, you know, was running high um, that his best mate was actually sort of following in similar footsteps to what he was as following down the trade part. And, um, you know, that, that was so always sits vividly in his mind because it was that emotion and, you know, that and that that sort of that exhilaration that, you know, he was able to help support his best mate um, along that journey. Um, but unfortunately, if we wind the clock forward, you know, three days, um, that emotion quickly ch- changed. And uh, when Dan got a phone call um, that his best mate had um, taken his own life the night before here in Brisbane, um, so, you know, you, you go from the highs of, you know, finding out that your best mate had, um, you know, been off, given an opportunity of, of a lifetime, I guess. And then, you know, a few days later, you, you go run through the emotions of, um, you know, losing your best mate only a few days after that. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a challenging time for the boys. Um, you know, Ed was always, uh, it was Dan's apprentice. So really Dan was Ed's support, but the tides changed very quickly where Ed became Dan's support crew through that process. 
And, um, you know, Dan often talks about that, you know, as a chippy um, on a building site for, you know, um, through his through his apprenticeship, but also through his um, trade that, you know, mental health wasn't really spoken about much. Um, you know, the guy's feelings, we didn't, you know, males, we weren't, you know, they weren't opening up on building sites. And um, this sort of started to get them thinking that, you know, through adversity and, and losing a best mate, you know, how can we change the industry or how can we change how people look at mental health and just start conversations? So I think that's a really good segue into what you're saying, that you're seeing lots of shirts around there, Brendan. Well, that's good. And that's, yeah, so that's, that's really the background then to the, uh, this is a conversation starter. Yeah, well, the boys um, uh, being two young guys, they're only in their 20s. Um, they sort of, for the next couple of years after that, um, tried to think of ways they were sick. Of, they wanted to make um, high vis was pretty boring um, when it's just high vis and blue. Um, so they sort of had this idea of, you know, if we, how can we start conversations on the workplace? And, um, you know, that's when they came up with the idea of, um, you know, let's get some funky eye-catching shirts, um, start conversations. And embossed on all their shirts since the, the very beginning, it says this is a conversation starter. Um, and the shirts are. You know, as you know, you see them out and out on the sites and down the road in Bundy. Um, you'll see them. They do start conversations. Um, so with the money that they'd saved up um, in 2018, they went and purchased uh, 1,500 work shirts and two laptops, and they launched the uh, the business uh, trademark uh, workwear business. Um, and as they say, they had two ways they could go. One, it was going to take off and was going to be really, really successful and they're going to start conversations. Or the other one was they're going to be stuck with 750 shirts each um, to wear through their lifetime, raising, ranging sizes from small to 2XL. So it would have just their weight weight gains and weight losses through their rest of their trade. So um, so that's when Trademark was born in 2018. Yeah, no, that's very good. So moving into that, uh, the TX organisation, then what's the next steps? How, how does TX work as a jump from the shirts, so to speak? Yeah, well, the, the boys back in 2018 when they launched Trademark and, um, you know, people started to buy the shirts and, you know, start conversations in, in the on the work sites and out in the community, they then realised that um, – people were reaching out and buying the shirts, but they had nowhere to direct them for further support in the industry. And, um, you know, there's lots of great organisations out there in, in the mental health space in Australia that are doing an amazing job. Um, but what they felt was is that a lot of it was probably more pushed or more tended to be at the end of crisis care or high intervention as such around mental health. Um, and they also wanted to be able to put some of their profits, they wanted to put their profits back into a mental health organisation and become a social enterprise. And in Australia, 50% of your profits have to go to a charity of, of in, in Australia. So they could have had the choice of giving it to other mental health organisations, but in true Dan and Ed style, you know, get going and have a crack and entrepreneurial, they went, you know what, there's something missing here for the blue collar industry, you know, tradies and truckies and farmers and stuff that there's not a lot of access out there that they can get direct mental health counselling support. Um, so they founded 
uh, TX, which is the acronym for this is a conversation starter. And just the logo itself or the word TX is a conversation starter because a lot of people want to know what it means. Um, so everywhere you along the point of the journey, we're always having conversations about it. And, um, you know, TX was uh, born and in 2020, um, we essentially took our first uh, phone call from a, from a guy who was sitting in his ute here in Brisbane, actually, who reached out to us, um, you know, to get some uh, some counselling support. So, um, so they sort of, you know, the, I, the way that I sort of explain it is the shirts are there to start the conversations um, and TX is there to really continue the conversation when you know, people need a little bit more extra support or they um, have exhausted their own support crew um, and they just want to get, you know, back on track quickly. Um, so that's when we come into it is uh, there. So, yeah, so the, both the boys, uh, you know, uh, are co-founders of a, both mental health organisations, but both starting conversations and continuing the conversations. Yeah, that's excellent. It's very good. Uh, interesting what you say about your target audience, the tradies and then the truckies and the farmers. I had noticed a little bit of the focus of your social media on the farming side, which, yeah, I under, can quite understand is important. There's a lot of pressure there, good times and bad times. And, yeah, definitely. And I, I think the uh, when we look at our, you know, we sort of, our catchphrase and is, um, you know, TX provides free mental health counselling to tradies, truckies, rural, blue collar workers, and those that care about them, you know, so we capture, you know, a, a fair big proportion of, you know, of Australia when we capture that. And, um, you know, we know through our call call volumes and our callers that are reaching out to us that, you know, close to 20% of our callers are from the construction industry um, directly. And that's since we've um, started. And, you know, since we did start, we've supported over 16,000 clients or individuals in Australia. Um, we've had over 14,500 conversations um, with people on the phone or via text um, and put close to $2.5 million of market value services back into the community for free because we actually, this is a free service. And I probably, you know, when I talk about TX is, you know, we're a call text service. Um, we offer up to eight, you know, counselling sessions uh, for free. Um, our mission is to remove the physical barriers, which means you actually don't have to get into a car. You don't have to go and visit someone face to face. Um, you can do it, you know, whether it's on a building site or in a, in a dong or on a mining site or, you know, in a shed on a farm, you can call or text us. Uh, we're removing the financial barriers associated with accessing mental health support because it's free. And we're removing the social barriers that it's okay to open up. And it's okay to reach out, you know, when things are not going so great. Um, so, you know, when we look at across that board, to be able to support that many people in our, in the short time that we've been sort of operating from a from an idea that started with uh, funky eye catching shirts, um, you know, is 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 really humbling. But we know there's a lot more that we can be doing out there in the community to support those people. And, you know, close to 10% of our callers are truckies and, you know, farmers are up to six, 7%. And, you know, only just recently in the last few weeks, um, they released the farmers well health and wellbeing report, national farmers federation uh, around the impacts of mental health and suicide within the industry um, from drought to flood and just about to go through probably the next sort of uh, prediction is to go through another lot of droughts. And, um, you know, the, the statistics are pretty alarming in that space. Um, and if you think about blue collar industry, um, you know, without 
farmers, with our truckies, with our tradies, um, Australia stops yes, pretty absolutely. much. So, um, so yeah, so that that's pretty much our sort of our target audience, and um, but we do capture those that care about them as well. Yes, yes, that's important too. Uh, I've seen that situation where it can be very stressful for the friends and family, and not necessarily knowing how wanting to help, but not knowing how to. Yeah, definitely. And we get lots of those questions where it's a partner or a loved one ringing up and saying, hey, you know, how can I support or, you know, my partner or loved one um, doesn't feel comfortable calling. Can someone call them, call him or her back? Um, you know, 60% of our callers are male, um, which is great um, because it's traditionally, you know, males are not really good. We're not good at opening up. Um, but, you know, 60% of our callers uh, are male and, you know, over 70% of our callers, this is probably the, the, the statistic and we we get capture lots of data and the reason why we capture lots of data is so that we can actually show back to people that are actually giving us funding that this is the impact the social impact they're having you know by supporting an organization like tx um, but over 70 percent of our callers have never reached out for mental health support before um, so that means that the text the call the that, that this is targeted to this industry that they feel comfortable and it's relatable to their environment and where they're working, um, which is a really, for us and the boys, definitely, you know, their vision, you know, to be the mental health support service that you tell your mates about, we're living it every day. That's excellent. Yeah. No, I can definitely see the uh, see the practical application of it, which is really good, making it easy for people to get in touch without any stigma about it. Yeah, definitely. And I, I, there's lots of, uh, I mentioned earlier that, you know, there's lots of great organisations doing amazing work in this space. Um, for us, it's about making sure that we give action. You know, it's about action that, you know, we're providing a service, you know, when somebody is maybe working on a building site or, you know, out on a farm or in a truck on a roadhouse that, you know, there's lots of literature out there around what you need to be doing to manage and maintain your mental health. But sometimes people just want to know, how do I just talk to somebody? Or how do I talk to somebody? And, you know, for us, that's, we, we sort of, we even though we've had 16,000 people already reach out to us, that is not enough. Um, we want people to think about that, like you go to the gym or the go for a walk for your physical fitness, think about just calling TX for your mental fitness. You know, things might be okay at the moment, but you know that you're coming up for a bit of a rough patch um, with work or relationships. Get on the front foot, call us, talk to a counsellor. You get the same counsellor through your whole process. So if you're only, if you're on board for a few sessions, it's the same counsellor, whether it's at two sessions or eight sessions. Um, and, you know, reach out to us and go, you know what, I know that things are not quite going to be right for me. Can you give me some strategies or some thoughts of how I can, you know, navigate my way through this rough patch that I may be going through? So we've just got to start to think about let's get on the front foot um, and be uh, proactive and not so much reactive because that's when we start heading down the path of that more crisis, you know, care that people need. Yeah, that's very good. I think it's very important. One thing we touched on briefly, which um, you asked me, I don't think I answered you when we were preparing for this session, was about the fact that our company is uh, based in New Zealand, but most of our, a lot of our work's in Australia. So are you thinking of branching into New Zealand in due course, or is that an opening for well, sale? 
If I had if I had a dollar for every time somebody asked me that, um, I don't think I'll be working. I think I'd be retired. Um, you know, we know that you know there's a need for it in you know definitely a country like New Zealand because people reach out to us. Um, unfortunately for us to be able to set up an organisation um, in New Zealand, we have to set up a separate non for profit organisation, and um, you know as much as what we've got a, a, a model and I guess a, a organization that's doing great here in Australia. Um, when you think about there's close to probably 4 million uh, blue collar workers in Australia and we've sort of been able to support 16,000 of them. We've still got a long right, long runway to go. Um, but yeah, definitely um, it would be something down the track, but it would not be short term for us. Um, we know that um, we need to be able to set up a separate uh, non-for-profit charity over there to be able to support that as well. So um, yeah, and you know, when we look at some of the statistics that are coming out across Australia, um, places like Queensland, uh, you know, Queensland, Victoria, and New South Wales are sort of our biggest sort of um, people we're, that are reaching out from. Um, but we've only sort of hit 9% of our callers are from WA. And, you know, if you think about a state that's, you know, big on agriculture, mining, blue collar industry, um, WA is one of those blue collar states and, you know, 9% of people have only reached out to us. So we've got to do a lot of work to get more awareness out there in, in those some of those other states um, that there is a service there for people to be able to uh, reach out to us. Yeah, yeah, that's understood. And that's a, it's a big need and a, a big target audience, so to speak, quite understood. Now, I was only that you asked the question, it did occur to me that somebody over yeah. there might be looking for a mentor to set up, set up something similar. Hey, you know, there could be something out there definitely. And, um, you know, when you look at different countries, it's the, it's the, there's so much governance, you know, and that's what's probably mind blowing about, you know, a couple of young tradies that set up a workwear business that aren't really, that's fashion, which is completely opposite of what it's like to, you know, hammering, hammering a few nails in and, you know, building houses, um, but also to then go set up a mental health organization, providing actually a service, not just, um, you know awareness or training or advocacy it's it's providing an actual service there's a there's a lot of governance that sits behind um uh you know setting up one of these organizations so um yeah but hopefully uh you know people can get inspired enough to even if they're listening today um it, just to reach out to maybe a mate you know that they may be struggling it, it's not about actually just reaching out to our service it's about you know reaching out to a loved one reaching out to a mate opening up and being vulnerable i guess um, in our own stories to be able to share um, that it, it is okay to have a cry as a male. It is okay to open up um, and is it, it is okay to reach out to people. That's good. That's good counsel. And yeah. if people, what's, what is the best avenue to reach out to you in Australia, uh, Jason? Quite simple. Um, call or text. Um, the numbers are 048-846-988. Um, it's on our website. Uh, it's on our social media. Um, it's just as simple as sending a text or, or having a call. And, and I think, I guess, the unique thing about texting or having a texting service is that um, a lot of people do not feel comfortable with picking up a phone and dialing and making that first first point of call, I guess, to press call and then talk to someone because sometimes if somebody is maybe having a challenging situation, they might not know how to start the conversation even with a counsellor. Um, so it could be as simple as text the TX service and say, hey, I don't really feel comfortable today calling. Can someone call me back? Or 
hey, I don't feel comfortable calling today or chatting, but can we do this via text? And we actually have 10% of our clients actually do full text counselling. So they actually don't even pick up a phone and talk. It's all done via text with a counsellor at the other end. Um, so it's removing, again, that barrier that it is really easy to get support and get access. And we have, we have people that will reach out and just want to have a chat. You know, something's gone down at work or something's gone out down at home um, and they just want to have a chat with somebody. Um, or then if we've got other individuals that are reaching out for that little bit more longer term support um, and where people, you know, haven't, you know, feel that, you know, they probably need more support um, ongoing, um, but our counsellors have a referral network in Australia that we can refer them to, whether it's through different organisations or, you know, getting in, getting in contact with, you know, further mental health counselling support. We can definitely support them. Um, but the idea of the is to get you in and out as quick as possible, get you back on track. Um, and if you need to use this again, get back in contact with us and we'll get you back on track. And, um, yeah, and I think the other thing that I've sort of missed around talking about the shirts, uh, which is they're, I guess they're loud and they're funky and they're out there, but um, there's a couple of you know, unique things that are on one of these shirts when people buy them. And, um, you know, I get two things when people see me wearing a trademark shirt. One, love the shirt. Well, what's it about? Uh, starts a conversation. The other one is, I hope they're paying you to wear that shirt. Um, and either way, it starts a conversation. And by the end of it, you've told the story. Um, but underneath the left breast pocket of all their shirts is a QR code. Um, you know, people can scan that QR code if they're on a building site or out somewhere and they're at a pub with a mate who's struggling and you're wearing a trademark shirt. You just have to say to them, hey, scan this QR code and get in contact with the guys at TX. Um, you'll never walk alone is embossed on the front, the lettering, um, Dan's best mate who, um, unfortunately, you know, did take his own life was a mad Liverpool supporter. So he lives in memory of our shirts every single day that we wear them. And, you know, when I see somebody wearing a trademark shirt, um, I know that I can feel comfortable enough to go up and have a conversation with them and start a conversation about mental health or, you know, open up about my own feelings that I may be struggling. So if you do see somebody out there wearing a trademark shirt and you are struggling, reach out to them today. Um, but also jump on board and, and check out the guys at Trademark. Um, you know, 50% of their profits go directly into funding more support. Um, and giving more support. And uh, we're not government funded uh, as a charity or as an organisation. Uh, we're funded by the industry. So we actually have, you know, over 40 industry partners that actually make a financial contribution to us because we would not be able to fund, you know, close to over $2 million of services back to the community for free without the support of the industry. So, um, you know, that's a real thing for us is that we want to be long-term sustainable, but we want the industry to support this initiative because it's actually going back into the industry that they're all working in as well. That's very solid. Very good. Well, that's really good, Jason. Did you have any other particular anecdotes or? Oh, I think the one thing about it is, is, I think the one thing for me is, is the word I've already mentioned it is that vulnerability and creating a space, you know, for people to be able to open up and share their stories or, or share their feelings. And, you know, I think I, I may have mentioned, um, you know, when we were doing a bit of a pre-brief of this, that, 
you know, uh, last year I had the opportunity to talk to a talk to a, a board of a company um, that wanted to jump on board, and they have jumped on board to be able to support us and and give us some funding. Um, and you know, when I I was there for fifteen minutes, well, I was supposed to be there for fifteen minutes. I walked down there, and fifteen minutes later, um, and you know, I opened up around the boys' story. I opened up my own personal story growing up as a um, a, a baby in the seventies and the eighties, you know, and, um, having a, a father that fought in Vietnam and suffered significant PTSD. So, um, I know what that is like of living with someone that ha is having a mental health challenge. And I opened up that story as well. And one of the board members opened up around how they'd been, you know, touched by someone close to them, um, losing their life. And then another board member opened up and then a third board member opened up and, um, you know, he opened up and he was one of the more elder statesmen of the board board there and spoke about how his grandfather, um, he lost his grandfather to suicide. And as I walked out, the CEO sort of grabbed me and said, I've known these guys for 15 years and, um, you know, I've, I haven't heard those stories before. And um, he's, and I just turned around and I said, it's the power of vulnerability. I was able to create a space where people within the room felt comfortable that they could share their story. And then once, you know, it's like this leadership, you know, once one starts, then another one will follow and then another one will follow. And, and hopefully some of those on the day got some, a bit of closure or they, they're able to share with their, their peers that, you know, it is okay to open up. It is okay for us to be vulnerable. And um, he just, I just said to him, you're going to have a tight knit team because you're all going to be more aware around you know, each other's backgrounds and where you've come from. And this word mental health and, you know, uh, uh, the word, you know, suicide, um, you know, can be openly uh, talked about because hopefully that'll create others to talk about their stories as well. So um, that always one that sat with me where I walked away and I sat in the car and, you know, it was pretty intense when you're hearing lots of conversations in this space. It can get pretty deep at times, but I sat in the car and, you know, just debriefed myself to go, you know, this is why, this is what fills my cup up every day to be able to work in an organisation that is actually having a direct impact on an industry that pretty much if, as I said earlier, if it stops, <laughs> this country stops. Um, and, um, you know, there's a lot of hardworking blue collar tradies, truckies out there that may need some support. And um, I feel, you know, privileged and humbled that I get to work for an organisation that's actually giving back in a way. Absolutely excellent. That's really good. No, no, yeah. Thank you very much, Jason, for your time today. It's been really appreciated. And we're looking forward to helping spread your message. Oh, thanks so much for having us today. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. It's always great to us to be able to get the message out there and um, just remember that number, 0488 846 Jump on board, send a text, grab a call, or just keep it in your phone for when you do need it. Thanks, Brendan. Very good. Thank you.